0: dark side. Autobots, roll out. I'm Batman. Exterminate! Good news, everyone! You're listening to Good News Geek. Hello and welcome to Good News Geek. John is here and so is Matt. G'day, Matt. How you doing? Yeah, good. Yourself? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. It's been certainly a hectic last couple of weeks with San Diego Comic-Con 2018. And yeah, just coming off the back of E3 2018 as well. So we've both had a very, very busy month. Indeed it has. In fact, it's been hard to keep track of, to be honest, because so much is is going on, not just in Geekdom, but also in general life as well, who likes to throw a few spanners in there. Um, But obviously the big talking points we're going to cover today uh, include San Diego Comic-Con, or SDCC, which, when you say it like that, isn't much shorter than no, San Diego Comic-Con, is it? it doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, it doesn't. Um, so there's obviously a few items to discuss there. We're also going to be um, having a chat um, about uh, fandom and the passion they have and when sometimes that can get us into a bit of trouble. And you're going to talk to us about uh, some gaming things too, Matt.
1: Yes, and uh, hopefully we won't have a lot of eyes glazing over. <laughs>
0: Well, I don't think we will, Matt. As long as you uh, deliver it in your usual sparkling personality, we'll be fine. So stick around. So in case um, you've been living under a rock, San Diego Comic-Con has been and gone. It has been. And uh, it obviously um, dug up quite a lot of news and events um, that for us... In fandom to look uh, forward to. Does anything stand out for you, Matt, in particular? Uh, Mark Hamill's trolling was pretty good. Okay.
1: Did you uh, see anything about that? No. No, he uh, put out a Instagram post uh, of him getting ready into a Stormtrooper outfit and said that he was wandering the,
0: the con floor as a Stormtrooper. Oh, yes, I did see that on my feed for yeah, Twitter. Yeah, he wasn't there.
1: Oh, okay. It was a massive
0: <laughs> joke. Uh, well, he's certainly got a lot of people then uh, with that one, that's for sure. Um, so, in regards to at least the event itself, and some of the news came out. Uh, obviously, a few things did catch my eye. Um, being on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those, it was pretty hard to avoid some of the news, actually. And one of the first things that stood out to me was the trailer for Shazam. Uh, Yeah, that one was actually really good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now this is DC, mm-hmm. all right? Now, I know nothing about Shazam, which is, is probably good because... I go into it with a completely open mind. Sometimes if you do know the source material, it's really easy to get either excited or disappointed, depending on how faithful a recreation can be to the original source material. But uh, I came in with no no idea at all, and it looked fun.
1: It did, yeah. I've, I've got some notes written down here uh, about Shazam, and uh, step one is uh, DC finally learned to make a funny movie.
0: Yes, well, at least it looks that way from yeah. the, tra- the trailer, of course. I mean, who knows what might happen between... Um, now and when they finally release. Suicide Squad? Yeah, let's not talk about Suicide Squad. Too many bad memories many. there. Yeah. Yep.
1: The uh, the only complaint, and it's not even really a complaint that I have, but it's just that the super suit when he transforms is very cartoonishly big-muscled. Mm. Yeah. It looks like, a, like an inflated suit. Yes. Which, it looks terrible. I mean, it, it gives me sort of like Green Lantern flashbacks. <laughs> but when you think about it as it's a kid's own image of what a superhero would look like it does make sense that it would be like a super overly muscly cartoony looking person yeah. rather than a real muscly person
0: mm-hmm. yeah and look it uh, certainly does visually distinguish itself from the other superheroes in the property uh, you have obviously superman and batman which are you know a bit more dingy i guess you want to call them that mm-hmm. a bit more dark and serious and this one's a bit more fun uh, so fun that I actually laughed during the trailer, yeah. which uh, is new for me with a DC property. Um, and, you know, similarly, the, um, the outfit, as you said, is a bit cartoony. But I think, you know, hopefully that helps to distinguish it as part of the same universe, but different. Yes. Yeah, hopefully. Mm. The other one, too, um, which really caught my eye was The uh, Crimes of Grindelwald, mm. Fantastic Beasts, um, which looks exciting.
1: It does, yeah. I'm actually quite excited for that. I only saw the original one on Netflix about oh, three or four weeks ago. Right. Uh, I just never got around to watching it. Uh, and I liked it, so I'm
0: I'm actually excited for this new one to come out. Excellent. Yes, I am too. And, you know, apart from the casting choice for Grindelwald, which I'll still, you know, <laughs> uh, complain about when anyone will listen, um, it does look good, though. I can't complain with what appears to be um, a really quality movie coming out. It ties in some things from Harry Potter, um Hogwarts features the elder wand you get a sneak peek at that as well Nicholas Flamel mm-hmm. um who created the philosopher's stone yes he's in there too um which that scene itself looks quite funny potentially um and the mirror of erised as well is uh in there and um so there's a serious kind of tone to it running through it but it looks like this movie might be a bit more fun as well with the introduction of Dumbledore, I found the first movie quite dark and serious, which um, I've discussed in a, a previous review. That that is appropriate for the it type is, of movie yes. it is, um, but this might reintroduce a bit more of that sparkle that we're used to from the Harry Potter films. I mean, I remember watching the first one and you're just introduced to this really awe inspiring world, and then things kind of go dark from there. Um, so it's a bit be good to to. So see some of that magic, you know, re re um acquainted with its audience.
1: Yeah, it would be good, and yeah, there was a, a definite change in the uh, tone of the movies as they went on.
0: Mm, yeah, definitely. And speaking of change of tone, Night Flyers, um, from the creative mind of George R R Martin, we have a space sci fi horror taking place on more or less a haunted spaceship. Which uh, looks great. Did you did you see that one on, online?
1: I uh, I didn't actually manage to get to see this one for some reason when I tried to watch it. It said it was unavailable in my area. Okay. Uh, which I thought was a bit of a personal attack,
0: to be honest, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll
1: move past Discriminating that.
0: Discriminating against mm. us Aussies, eh? Aren't they always? Yeah, look, um, I, I, I watched that and I'm really looking forward to it purely because of the name that's attached to it, to be honest. Mm. Um, because I mean, the, on the trail that I saw, and there's a couple of different versions, I presume, because of international issues arise um but it looks it looks intriguing but because of the name behind it i'm i'm positive Mm. that whatever appears to be on the surface is much more lying beneath yeah which i'm looking i'm definitely
1: willing to uh, to give it a watch just based on the name and we'll
0: see how it goes definitely now the other big one something that uh well, to be honest, made me a little emotional. Yes, some might say the biggest. Yes, The Clone Wars is returning.
1: Yes. And by some I mean us. <laughs> by nobody us, else us, definitely really by us. Yes. <laughs> the Clone Wars is
0: returning. The Clone Wars is returning. I could not be more excited. Yeah, it looked fantastic. It's good to see this one back, um, back in our screens, I guess, mm. once it finally arrives. Um, and I think maybe something in the way of compensation after The Last Jedi, which uh, kind of uh, divided fans, but a lot of fans are fans, of the Clone Wars yes. the animated series, um, which explored the Clone Wars a bit more and and gave um, the human side to the clones, which was great. Yeah, and it, it looks
1: like a little bit of time has passed since the end of the uh, the last Clone Wars season. Obi-Wan's looking a little bit greyer and older. Uh, Anakin's looking a little bit more haggard, for the lack of a better term.
0: Yeah, a bit more battle-worn, battle yeah. aren't they? Yeah, well, hopefully the um the show will give us a bit more closure mm. um, because I know the other one... When it was wrapping up, it kind of wrapped up ve- very, very quickly. Suddenly, yeah. um, and so you had a bunch of um, episodes with Yoda featuring, which, you know, is never a bad thing. And, yeah, trying to rush to a conclusion. So hopefully we can get a bit more fleshiness out of it. Mm. Though that being said, there's only one season as far as I'm aware. For the um, moment. And I'm not sure how many we're going to get. So, look, if it's going to be as popular as it was last time, there'll be no reason to stop it early. Well, I mean,
1: they have to stop it at a certain point, though, because obviously we know where it goes.
0: Never. Uh, war is hell, I say, but uh, this one I really enjoy. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, when I actually saw the trailer, it gave me goosebumps, um, particularly as the music reaches its crescendo um, and the logo comes mm. on and, um, you know, with all the, um, you know, how it starts with the, the troopers and all yeah, the, all, the, all the helmets and the names. Yeah, and yeah, it, and then yeah. they all explode. And, yeah, I think it's a really, really, really great um, way to bring it back. And, of course, the hashtag, Clone Wars Saved. Really looking forward to it. And uh, what else are you looking forward to? Because I know you have a few more notes I there. I do,
1: yeah. I, I took a, I took a few more notes. Um, so I'll, I'll be brief and we'll discuss a few of them. Aquaman, obviously, is going to be coming out as well. Yes. Um, I'm I'm impressed by the trailer. Uh I'm also a little bit hesitant based on the other more darker DC movies that have come out previously. Yes, uh, but I will still be watching it.
0: And that's always going to be a um, a threat when it comes to DC because they've burnt us so many times before. They have. Yes, it's hard to it's hard to trust again. It
1: is hard to trust again. But I am willing to to give them my uh, ten fifteen dollars and go find out. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, the Orville, Orville season two is
0: coming out. So have you right. seen season one? I haven't. And to be honest, I don't even know what platform it's on. Yeah. Cause I've got Netflix and I've Amazon got, I've Prime. I've got Netflix and
1: it's not there. I know in the US it's on Hulu, so it's probably on Stan for us. Okay. Right. Um, so for anybody out there listening, Orville is essentially Star Trek made by Seth Macfarlane, the creator of Family Guy.
0: So it's, it's obviously going to be a hilarious take at the yes. sort of things they got up to. I did see a Twitter um, a post, I reckon, by, by Marina Sirtis, who plays the original, uh, with the counsellor from The Next Generation. Her and Jonathan Frakes were on the set um, visiting. So I'm not sure whether they were there as creative the consultants appearance? or whether Maybe they're going to in. make an, uh, an appearance. Yeah, yeah, yeah so that'd
1: that'd that that'll be interesting. Excellent. Uh, I've also got uh, Disenchantment, which I thought you might like. Yes. So that's a, a new series created by Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons. Uh, same sort of animation style, but it's a bit more of an older targeted audience cartoon. Yes. Um, I did see the shorts for that one. Yeah. yeah. So I, I watched a, I think it was a two minute trailer for it. Uh, mm. And it uh, it looked interesting. Um, I fell off the uh, Sim- Simpsons and Futurama bandwagon pretty quick.
0: Yeah. Look, it's, it's, Recently, you know, it's it's not as good as it used to be. I haven't watched an episode of The Simpsons for about 10 years. I will, I'll watch them, we you know, in those animation Fixation days or whatever they have, you know, because it's literally the yeah. only thing on the channel for that night, and there are only other like reality TV and that kind of rubbish. Which I'm not really into that much. So no, but if it's on, I mean, you have to watch it. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, the rules. It's there. That's
1: right. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we've got uh, new seasons of uh, the Arrowverse, so Arrow, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. They all look good. Uh, I'm still about half a season behind, so I did get slightly spoilt uh, by watching these trailers, but that's fine. I can uh, accept that that
0: happened. Yeah, well, my wife she watches a lot of the Arrow stuff uh, on Netflix during the day or when she's not working. Um, so she's actually more across that than I am. I haven't bothered. Uh, and look, it's because they are drama series. Mm. They're not pr- principally superhero series. They're they're a drama.
1: Well, it's on the CW.
0: Yeah, they're they're a drama with superhero costumes on. Yes. Um, And so I can only watch a little bit of a drama before I just roll my eyes, um, regardless of what kind of suit they're wearing. Mm. So is there anything else that you you saw there?
1: Uh, I've only got one more note that I'll talk about now, um, purely for you because I know you have a different different opinion of it, which is Star Trek Discovery Season Mm 2. I have a note here, which is,
0: why bother? (laughs) Okay. So clearly you're not too impressed with um, Discovery. No, yes. no, that is safe to say. Well, I had the same opinion, to be honest. Um, when it first came out, the first couple of episodes, I'm like, but they brainwashed you. I, I don't even like these these people. They suck.
1: They are very unlike.
0: You know, I mean, if you if you don't like the characters, how can you get into you know how can you get into a show? Um, things got better. Look, I won't say it was the best or you know or great to be honest, but it was watchable. Um, and it promised. An expansion of Star Trek Which I'm a bit of a glutton for Content, so (laughs) give me more, give me more Give me more, I'll churn through it And if it's crap, it goes into the Waste basket, so I'm still up in the air regarding Discovery. Well there you go, you've got a whole Another season to churn through. I do And I will churn through it So why don't you drop us a line on our Facebook and tell us What you're looking forward to most based on What's come out at this year's San Diego Comic Con (laughs) So now we come to the portion of, of the day when we talk about gaming. And our gaming guru, Matt, what's been keeping you busy recently? So I have uh, re-succumbed
1: to the illness known as World of Warcraft. <laughs> okay. The uh, the new expansion is coming out. It's in pre-patch now, which essentially means it's coming out in possibly this week or next week. And they give you a couple of quests early just to wet your teeth. Okay. And it's... Uh, Interesting so far. I'm holding reservation. I'm sure I'll probably play it for about a month and then get bored and quit again. Okay. But, you know, it gives me a month of something to do. Okay, great. Yeah. uh, On top of that, I'm uh, still occasionally playing Destiny 2. I'm trying to wrangle five other people together at the same time, if possible, to attempt the raid. We've tried it for about three weeks now, and we've almost finished it. Right, Uh, okay. Usually because people want to leave or rage quit or...
0: (laughs) Go home and cry. <laughs> how do you find, like how easy or, or not is it to get five guys or five people together that you know to do these things?
1: Uh, incredibly difficult, um, which is it's a bit of a running joke with, uh, with a friend I play games with regularly called Jim that uh, if we ever want people to get online to play something, all we need to do is start a two-play game and then they come out of the woodworks. <laughs> so, right. Yeah, when, whenever we don't want them, they're there. Whenever we want them, they're not
0: around. Fair enough. Well, you know, these things that I don't, when I play computer games or, you know, playing a game, I don't really want other people involved. <laughs> if I wanted to spend my time with people, I'd be with people and I'm not that, I'm not doing that. So clearly people are.
1: Well, there you go. I'm the opposite. You know, I, I don't like people. So uh, if I can interact with them uh, through a screen, then uh, all the better That suits me. you. That yeah. suits you. Okay, exactly. great. Yeah. So uh, other than that, I've uh, been playing a new game out on the Switch called Octopath Traveler. Uh, which is a really fun uh, JRPG, uh, so Japanese RPG, um, mm-hmm. sort of like in the, the style of the the old Final Fantasy games, uh, like Final Fantasy VI um, and uh, all those sorts of games. So the, the turn-based strategy, it's got a few new mechanics in it, but it's got the old uh, job system. So, you know, you can be a, a fighter or a cleric or uh, there's a dancer. Uh, uh, there's quite a few other jobs. There's eight. Oddly enough, Octopath Traveler. So there's eight okay. main characters you can choose from. Right. You, they all have their own individual storylines. Um, but you essentially get four of them together, and you go off and you party, and you finish one character's quest, and then you go off and you do the next character's quest, uh, and uh, the game ends. So I'm about three hours in. Uh, I'm enjoying it. It's um a lot easier once you get more than one person in your party. Uh, the first hour was a bit of a grind.
0: Okay. Uh, but i'm uh, yeah I'm, I'm just getting into it and i'm really enjoying it that's fantastic is there anything else you want to share with us now i know that you do some game streaming yeah
1: so i've uh, i've been getting back into it i had to stop for a while there because my internet was the most abysmal thing in the world uh in fact most nights i was playing games by connecting my computer up to my
0: phone yes i remember you saying yeah. that so, so how is that going now what have you have as a, as, a, as a solution i've bought a bigger data block on a sim card and i just have something
1: connected up permanently so i stop having to do it for my phone okay so great. it's essentially the same solution i just do less effort for it okay great um uh, until telstra telstra if you're listening fix my internet <laughs> <laughs> if only the, if is that easy i think that'll solve if a whole only, bunch of problems but yes. we are in australia yes and they uh, don't listen to us i'm gonna guess <laughs> um but yeah so i i have just gotten back into the streaming um so that's a lot of fun uh if anybody is incredibly bored they can catch me on twitch uh, as uh, captain easy cptn underscore uh, easy i'll throw something up on the facebook page i'm usually streaming uh, at the moment destiny or world of warcraft um with uh, with a few friends um i've got another a good friend who is also streaming he's attempting to make a career out of it so feel free to give him a a watch and a subscribe uh his uh, Twitch name is uh, Anubis Bain. Uh, again, I'll throw it up on the Facebook page. Uh, feel free to give him a watch. Uh, and I'm also, so I spoke to you about this earlier and I'll now tell our listener. Yeah. I'm I'm not even going to put the plural in there, our listener out there somewhere. <laughs> Whoever that
0: person yes. is, that lucky person.
1: Hi, mum. <laughs> uh so what I'm planning on doing is uh, creating a website or possibly updating our Facebook page and also a, a bit of a YouTube page. And I want to put up uh, reviews or uh, sort of news about games as they happen rather than waiting for our podcast. So just like mm-hmm. small little supplemental things. And then also the occasional sort of like guide or just game playthrough uh, up on the a, on a channel as well. So now that it's out there, I'm forced to do it. That's right. Uh, so you, you've told this people space. now. Yeah. You've told that one person. That's it, that one person. So they're and he, going to be looking he, for he, it. He may tell somebody else. He may tell you know his cat or
0: something. I you know. never know. I've yeah. got to say, so this whole um, people watching people play games uh, via streams or even um, after it's been recorded and put up somewhere like YouTube, um, it's all very new to me, this idea. Mm. And, and to be honest, I'm going to... You know, confide in our listener now. This is a safe space. This is a safe space until it goes online, in yes. which case, you know, anything's up for grabs. Um, I've started watching um, The Sim Supply, mm-hmm. who does tutorials and challenges and, and plays The Sims. Mm. The Sims for of all things. So hardly what you'd call exciting, but I just I just go on there to... to to improve my building, which is really the only thing I, mm. I play The Sims for, because I love to build houses and and stuff like that. But
1: uh, well, be careful. They do say that The Sims is a gateway drug, and <laughs> uh, if you keep it up, you'll be soon as bad as me watching Minecraft playthroughs and uh, and the others. A gateway drug to it
0: is. EA evilness. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Look, Matt, that, that's a great update for things to come. And uh, if you have just started um, watching these streams, tell us what you're watching. Drop us a line on our Facebook page. As you're aware, Matt, us fans are a pretty passionate
1: bunch. We are, yes. We, uh, we get a bit hot under the collar sometimes, don't we?
0: We do. We, we, we love our fandom. Uh, it becomes part of our life. Mm-hmm. We obsess over it. We do. We think about it a lot. Mm. And so there are times when if our fandom doesn't go the way we're hoping, we get emotionally invested and, yes, we can lose our cool. And I want to have a quick chat about that because fans are really passionate about the things that they love. But it's become more and more, uh, I guess, mainstream for fans to, I guess, spill their hatred of things online.
1: Yeah, it's, it's this weird entitlement that people seem to have that I like this, therefore it should always go my way and I have the right to say whatever I want, no matter how weird or horrible sometimes it is.
0: Yeah. And look, to be honest, I mean, there's no secret. Um, recently, Kelly uh, Marie Tran, who played Rose Tico on The Last Jedi, has received a significant amount of, well, I guess, negativity and hate through her online presence. And as a result, she has removed herself from the online presence. And, yes. and look, her character, Rose, I just despised the character. I did not like her either. All right. Now, I'm going to lay that out there right now. I thought... As a character, she was a waste of screen time, but that has nothing to do with the actress. No, exactly. She played a role that
1: we didn't like. You know, it, it may have been that it wasn't very well written or it just wasn't needed, but she played the role and she didn't do a terrible job of the role. No. It was just that the role was not a good role.
0: When it's all said and done, she's she's an actress who was hired to do a job. She did that job well. And at the end of the day, she went home. And particularly given my line of work, as far as I'm concerned, a person doing their job should be safe at work mm-hmm. and safe as a result of doing their occupation. And like you said earlier, it, it seems to be this entitlement with fans that um, because they love something and they've made it part of their lives, they expect it to always go their way or they have a, a vision mm. for a particular fandom. And look, I will say that I am guilty of this as well. We all do this because we personalise things. The reason I love Star Wars so much is because I've made it part of my life and, you know, I'm invested in the characters. I was heartbroken, still am, that Luke Skywalker died and that he died in the way that he did. That's a thing for another day. I've done a review of that movie, (laughs) but at no stage did I ever feel as if targeting a particular person Mm. in real life is an appropriate way to deal with the disappointment of a direction of something I love.
1: Yeah, it it is really weird. Like, I I don't understand how people can even get to that point in their own head. So I I struggle with this sort of topic. Like, I I see it happen all the time. I understand that it happens all the time. I don't understand how somebody can get to that point.
0: Mm. And like I said, we, we have this passion us fans that, you know, whether you're a fan of pop culture or you're um, a football nut and you have a team that you avidly support. And, and I get that you are invested, you're passionate, uh, you love something. But it gets to a point where it goes beyond what I would deem as acceptable. And, you know, I think in pop culture, we need to really um, celebrate the things that are great and focus on that, perhaps the more positive side. And And the reason being is that, If I was a studio contemplating where to next and everything was – or the vocal minority was saying it was rubbish, the last outing was rubbish or whatever the case is, and stars were being harassed and bullied because of something they did on screen, that may start people to – it may start studios considering – Maybe we don't go down that line at all. Yeah, and it's the sad thing
1: is, it's it's not even a new thing. This is not the first time it's happened. It's, it happens a lot, like far too often. Um, so, like, just even in Star Wars, so Daisy Ridley, the uh, the actress who plays Ray, deleted her Instagram as well because she was starting to get a little bit of uh, negativity and and hate through it, and she just decided that it was going to be easier to get rid of it. Which you know, it's a it's a good decision to do that rather mm. than you know having that affect you. It shouldn't ever have to get to that point. And and my favourite one that it's just so ridiculous that the fans can't distinguish between fact and fiction is that uh, the character that played Joffrey in Game of Thrones. Yes. He did such a good job of playing such a horrible piece of trash. Yeah. That he essentially got bullied into quitting acting. Mm. So he no longer acts. Uh, right. And I actually had the the great fortune of meeting him. Uh, at a convention a couple of years ago, and he was one of the nicest people I had ever met in my life. Yeah, and uh, it's just yeah, it's, it's his character was a horrible character, so people threatened him the person. Yeah, and it just that that disconnect. I just yeah can't really get my head around it, and I can't understand how people can make that connection.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And look, obviously this is a minority of people. Um, fans, generally speaking, are, are just people that enjoy something so much and they get together and they they, they live it in their day-to-day lives. But there is always going to be, you know, the squeaky wheels out there who um, engage in this sort of behaviour. If we think back to the prequels of Star Wars, for instance, mm-hmm. Lucas Copped quite a lot of he flack he did and now disney have star wars mhm he um, uh, he didn't want it anymore he didn't want the trouble of it and now look what we've got exactly so in many ways those same people are the reason we got here in the first place mm-hmm. now i'm not saying that lucas wasn't going to give it off at some stage in a way because someone needs to carry on his legacy but it's just interesting to think and and ryan johnson right now he's no i'm no fan of his okay because I have my opinions of Star Wars, but it's my opinion. I'll write a, a review, which I've done, and I've said my piece, um, but he's also caught a lot of hate. Now, the difference here is with Ryan is that he has engaged with these people as well. Yeah, firing back is always yeah. dangerous. So, so to be honest, he's kind of asked for it, yeah. so I don't really feel so sorry for him. But, uh, but for those that uh, are just going about their jobs and trying to bring us something that we'll enjoy, And when it doesn't, to go so extreme to, yeah, call people out in their real lives, Mm. I think is probably taking the passion a bit too far.
1: Mm. Which uh, it definitely brings up a good point to our one fan out there, Mum. Uh, (laughs) No matter how passionate you get about this podcast, please don't take it out on us. I'm sure we are going to say all the wrong things about all the wrong things. Uh, You know, we're not going to like the things that uh, you people out there like. Um, We're probably doing it right now. We're
0: probably doing it right now. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. yeah,
1: just a good reminder for people to keep the f- fiction to the fiction and the facts to the facts.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good a good point. And uh, why don't you join in the conversation civilly, civilly. Uh, on our Facebook page right now? Well, I think my brain's pretty much empty now. I don't have anything further to say. Uh, I've
1: got much more to say, but none of it's probably uh, safe for the podcast. So I'll, I'll save that for later.
0: <laughs> there are other forums you can use to perhaps um, do that uh, talking you wish to do. Um, but for now, we're wrapping things up here at Good News Geek. Make sure you pop into our Facebook page and uh, give us a hoy And um, we'll be looking forward to hearing from you
1: very soon. Keep watching this space. Uh, we'll have more up on the Facebook page about uh, any upcoming websites slash uh, streaming slash gaming uh, once uh, I get
0: around to doing it. And make sure you also stay tuned for updates in this podcast um, for additional content coming very soon.